Hello and welcome to episode 72. Buckle no me other. shoe. Oh, buckle me shoe. Oh, very nice. Of oh, no other crackpot. <laughs> that was cute. Sure, um, I just threw it out there. And have it been known, listeners, that Darren is back with us this week in case anyone was worried. That's why it sounds so different mm-hmm. and so much better. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> All heal, Darren. Um, so TV Guide, have you watched much in, in the past few days? <laughs> no, well, we had a very quick turnaround. So I did watch one thing. Greg's What's Really In It is on Netflix. Oh my, a documentary about Greg's? <laughs> yeah. Jeepers. Would you be fond of Greg's? Only ever had it once or twice. I've never had it. And then when I was in Edinburgh, I got up one like one in the mornings and I went for a walk. And I thought, I'm going to get something in Greg's. And I went into it. It was about half eight in the morning. Mm-hmm. And the queue was too long, so I left then. Uh, my first Greg's was in Edinburgh, actually, years ago. At my friend Tanya's Hendy. We all had it on, like, day two of the hen. And it was very nice. Yeah, apparently there's sausage rolls. Mm. And the chain's popular chicken bake. I think I had like a sausage roll and a sort of a Cornish pasty type thing. They were lovely. And I, I also had it again in London, I think in a train station or something. Our friend Catherine, she loves the Scotch baps from them. Oh, I remember go. when we were in Edinburgh, actually, we had to walk and get the Scotch baps. But it actually was grand. It's like 45 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And it's that food writer, Grace Dent. I don't know. Do you know her? She would have done a few. She was in I'm a Celebrity, but she left early. Was she? Mm. This year? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I'm so out of touch. I didn't watch it. She left early. Why? Mm-hmm. She wanted a Greg's. <laughs> don't know. She was not loving it. Was she not? I think. I can't remember. I went on her Instagram. She just said, no, she just wasn't feeling it, basically. Okay. That's fair enough. So, yeah, she was all for Greg. Said that they have great customer service. But uh, I didn't realise... They make an effort to use like fresh, locally sourced ingredients where they can. So oh, it's not cool. like it is a chain. Yes, but a local chain. Yeah. <laughs> they try to have sustainably sourced ingredients. That's admirable. Yeah. So if you like a Greg's or you've had a Greg's, it's worth watching for like 45 minutes. Hmm. I thought it was really good. Uh, they took two chefs and they had to recreate the famous chicken bake that they do. Mm-hmm. But it was really funny watching the two chefs, like Ooh. trying to suss it out. Hmm. And that was on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Hmm. So that was really the only thing that I watched. And then I had sent to you earlier the Netflix report that they put out yeah. today. Mm-hmm. Or no, sorry, it wasn't today. It was this week. Earlier. Yeah, it was this week. So they're going to start doing these reports now. Is it twice a year they said they do mm, it? I think they're going to do it quarterly. Or quarterly. And they're going to show how many hours things are watched for. Mm-hmm. So they're If they're over 50,000 hours. Yeah. They're calling it an engagement report. So it's like very, very transparent on their part. Because before that they didn't have to disclose that data. Which probably worked in their own favour at times. Why? Um... <coughs> Excuse me. I suppose they put an emphasis on creating their own content as well um, and promoting their own content and then buying um. in licensed content. So 
it's more expensive for them to buy in licensed content than it is to actually create their own. Um, so I'd say they don't really sometimes want to be so forthcoming with their information, but I find it really quite interesting. Like some of the shows that were top ranking, I've not watched at all. The Night Agent yeah. was top ranking and I've heard about this from a few people. Mm, I've watch. never even had a notion to watch that. I can't even think of the thumbnail. Mm-hmm. Darren, did you ever hear anything about it? Nope, he's shaking his head. Nope. And then Ginny in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Ginny in Georgia. He's very highly ranked. Alice in Borderland. Yeah, heard of it, but never had an seen the thumbnail, was tempted to watch. I feel like, are we doing a TV guide at all if none of these things have been on our list? Well, but just anyway. because they're watched a lot does not in any way, shape or form mean they're good. Like the trending. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, now I have to say that first one that we mentioned, the night agent. I have heard that's good. Mm. And what else? The Bridgerton story. Where is Bridgerton actually at? That is a Netflix show, isn't it? Yeah, it's like Netflix they have put out Netflix some original crackers. Mm. Yeah. So that was and all. Um, you was up there as well you season four was quite high on that list yes that's right which i i've never i've not continued with you since season three i don't think you need to watch it like it's good Mm. no you're just not feeling him joe i don't know like don't like joe no i don't know what it is the whole thing just gives me weird fact or fiction cheap cheesy vibes or something that's because it is. Mm. <laughs> oh. It's enjoyable. I don't though. mind it. Like I definitely have to go back and finish it. But I don't think it's like one of the best shows ever at all. But I think it's one of those shows that like when you stop watching a season, like you're not mad thinking about the next yeah, season. Yeah, and then it might take you a while to... Well, that's what I found anyway. Mm-hmm. Like it takes you a while to watch it. Yeah. But then when I do start watching it, I beat through the episodes like... Mm. But yeah, yeah he's a true. strange creator. Yeah. Gossip Girl XOXO. Ken mm-hmm. Badgley, whatever you call him. Yeah, so that was my watch. Like, literally, done no watching. No, I didn't do very much either, in fairness now. So, um, again, we just were watching weekly Slow Horses. I think episode three we're on now, and it was a cracker. Like, when it ended, I was so beside myself. I just wanted to see the next episode. It ended in such a cliffhanger and it's just so good. Oh. And like, I don't know if it's this weird generational nationalistic <laughs> pride or something, but I'm always like on the fence about watching these certain like British spy shows or British cop shows or something, thinking that I won't like them. And then I 100% agree with that. I, mean, <laughs> I, I do not, I have no intention to watch it, even though you're, you did kind of sell it to me last week. And then I was like, oh, I know. no, I can't. And I was like this with, what you call it, Darren? What do you call Line it? Of Line of Duty. I was like, I'm not watching that. That's too English. Like, what does that even mean? Some of my favorite things are English. Um, Greg's, for example. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, I think it was lockdown then we're like right we'll flip and watch Line of Duty then and it was amazing and we benched it and it was one of the best things we've ever ever watched and Slow Horses is the exact same 
It's, it's up there with Line of Duty. Oh, it's better than Line of Duty. Feck. Yeah. Right. I know. And I'm like, why do I keep having this notion? And there's some other show that everyone's raving about as well. That's like a British. I think that's a common thing. phenomenon. Do, do, oh, do, do, what the heck do. is it? Darren, can you research some kind of like British crime dramas that are really popular at the minute? I think it's popular nationwide and like that the thumbnail is like a blonde policewoman and it looks she looks so British and it looks so British Church Chapel, Broad Church No it's not Broad Church (laughs) and even Broad Church I know that's meant to be great and I'm like nah, too English and then I know know. when I watch it I'll love it This this sounds terrible but I agree with you yeah Mm -hmm. I know, it's so I just think I'll not have any interest in it Mm -hmm. It's like in our bones but then my I was going to mention just my christmas watch list so we have certain movies that we have to watch every single christmas we've not done so yet now i've watched the holiday and bridget jones diary solo so there are two things i like to watch at christmas bridget jones one yeah yeah it's kind of christmasy i was thinking it was yeah. it like starts and ends at christmas yeah so it's good. and then the four that we really like to watch that are non-negotiable are Home Alone 2. Yes. I could take or leave one, even though I do love it as well. Mm-hmm. Darren's making a face, okay, one's not non-negotiable for him, and yet we've watched neither yet. Yeah, I wouldn't leave one. I, I wouldn't say I'd take it or leave it. I do thoroughly enjoy one. Yeah, I do Although too. two is excellent. But I'm trying to think realistically about the time we have left, and if I had to choose, it would be two. Darren's like being really stroppy. Do you, you want the mic or something? Huh? Do you prefer? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want the mic? No. Do you oh. prefer one? Oh. Uh. Oh. You prefer one? Wait, this is a poll. This is a poll for Instagram. Oh my gosh, we need to do an Instagram poll. Two is the best. Like t- Home Alone Two is my favorite film. Not just my favorite Christmas film. My favorite film ever. Now, that's where he goes to New York. Yes. Not okay. Yeah, because I no, I asked that because even though I know it's brilliant, (laughs) say I prioritize one every Christmas. Hmm. Well, it sounds like Darren's the same, but anyway, then Scrooged have to watch Scrooged every single year with Bill Murray. Scrooged. Scrooged. Never <gasps> seen it. <coughs> oh my gosh. So good. Did so I? it's the usual story, like the usual Scrooge story. But it's... It's on Prime Video. It's so good. Watch Scrooged. It's great. It's peak Bill Murray. Okay. Then Trading Places. N- never seen. <gasps> With Eddie Murphy and... Dan Aykroyd. It's so racially inappropriate and politically inappropriate, but it's a great of its time film. <laughs> I'd say it's late 80s or early 90s, maybe late 80s. Scrooge. Or Scrooge. Scrooge and trading places. Trading places. Yeah. Okay. Um, and lastly, The Night Before. Love that one. I'm familiar. I think you with, have seen that one. I'm familiar with the tale. <laughs> just well, that's the one with. Is there not like a load of them? The night before. Well, this is the one with 
Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon Levitt, that one. Love it. Yeah, great. So they're my four that I have to see before Christmas is out. Okay. So they're high on my TV guide priority list at the minute. So Scrooged is on Prime Video. The Night Before is also on Prime Video. Mm. And Trading Places. Let's say it's on Disney Plus. It's on Paramount. Oh, right. Oh, well. Do we still have a turn, probably? <laughs> We've everything. Gee, how do you, how do you s- survive our budget weekly, week to week at all? Barely. <laughs> we sustain ourselves with culture. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of all my TV guide, really. Okay, that's great, because i got a few great recommendations mm-hmm. there I'm going to watch now. Oh, my God. You'll love Scrooge and Trading Places. They're so good. Because they're politically incorrect. No, they're just, well, I mean, mm, that's neither here nor there, but they are just classics. Yeah. Okay, they're on the list. I find with things like that that are politically incorrect, um, it was before people knew better. Yeah, it's, so well, it's like think, Friends. Yeah, it's like, it's like there's a Maya Angelou quote and it's like, when you know better, you do better. Yeah. I think that's like what's happening now. People know a bit better, so they don't do it. But it's not to say you can. You have to erase the movies and shows that came mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. But there's big disclaimers at the start of trading places because it's so bad. Were these disclaimers always in place or <laughs> no, just oh, recently? No, no, no. Oh, right, okay, right. Recent, no. Down mm-hmm. with that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so on the World Wide Web... My mind was blown this week mm-hmm. because I discovered an item that I think would be a very quirky gift. It's a bit late in the game now to be recommending gifts. But did you ever hear of it? It is late in the game because I don't think you'd be able to buy this in a shop. In the and Christmas Eve time. Yeah, I think you'd be able to order it online. Well, maybe it's not late in the game. Okay. So have you ever heard of a candle warmer? Mm-mm. Right. A candle warmer is an item that looks like a funky little lamp that you plug in and you place your fancy ass candle underneath the lamp. Say, for example, a very expensive Joe Malone candle. Mm-hmm. You place it under the lamp. Here's a picture of the lamp. Mm-hmm. And the lamp turns on with a halogen lamp and the glow emits heat, which lets the smell go around the room without mm. physically lighting your candle. Okay, so like your candle Garrison is actually, stitches it's, not wear, it's not wearing down. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just light the candle. No, you can't light the candle. Why? Because cause it's expensive. <laughs> Also, I'm not. Way. No, I'm not one of those people. I have to say, I'm not one of those people. I prefer to light the candle, burn the candle, enjoy the smell. But this <laughs> darns and stitches. So you know the way some people buy candles, but they don't light them mm. because they're very expensive. Yeah, like this is a way of getting the smell from the candle without actually lighting the candle. <laughs> I'm into it. What, darn, you're always saying we have to budget. (laughs) (laughs) So this is it here. It's so cute as well. I think it's very cute. So it's £30 on Amazon, but there is a load that are available. Mm. Like, I think it's extortionate what some companies charge for candles. 
personally. Yeah, I know, it's a lie. But, yeah. I do love that handmade soap company, Lemongrass Candle. Oh, no, I'd but they're very reasonable. Yeah, they're not too bad. They're like, what are they? 25 euro? Like, that's still expensive. But compared to, like, a Joe Malo Candle. Joe Malo Candle. Joe Malo. <laughs> Joe Malo. <laughs> 60 euro you can pay for a small one. That's stupid. And then a big one. 425 euro. Oh my god. That's what I'm saying like. And I got mum Joe Malone perfume one time. Cause, like she always kind of said she wanted one with bergamot in it. Yeah. And mm. then she said like it wouldn't last on her. Like Why I spent not? whatever it was 110 euro on it. And you should have like, got her Jenny Glow. I know. <laughs> That's what she bought afterward. She was like oh it doesn't last at all. Does it not? She's like mother of god. Now, I found friends that had Joe Malone. I would have thought the scent was very strong, mm. like, mm-hmm. off it, even after a few hours. Mm. But if she thought it didn't last, isn't that what they say? If you can't smell it on yourself, mm-hmm. that's the sign of a good perfume. Yeah. But maybe other people could have smelt it off her. Yeah, apparently so. And then it's kind of like a bit of a tree in the woods of a tree falls down and nobody hears it. Was there even a sound? Like, <laughs> Was there even a smell? <laughs> yeah, I would rather be fit to smell it myself, selfishly. <laughs> I couldn't care less about other people. Okay. Interesting. I think. I don't think I'm an expensive perfume girl, I just... No. Okay. Darren, don't buy your expensive perfume. Okay. <laughs> He has in the past. I'm like, hmm. So, yeah, that's all the crack. Anyway, if you have an expensive candle. Oh, no, like, the because you got me the soap company candle before. And I lit it sparingly. But mm. I enjoyed every time I lit it. Yeah. That's one I like to. I light it when, um, well, I have none left now. But, like, say if there's visitors coming I wouldn't be lighting it of a Tuesday evening yeah. after dinner. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. It's actually, it's a good recommendation, too. Yeah, that's that lemongrass and cedar wood. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you can get mm-hmm. them, so say if you were struggling now to get it online before Christmas, but mm. if you're local, you can buy them in Amelia's gift shop in Letterkenny now. Very good. They have the whole handmade soap company, well, a, a big selection of it. Yeah, because I need to actually get one. Yeah, so they're in Amelia's on the main street. Thank you very much, Marie. No problem. I'm here for all left. your shop local needs. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag shop local. <laughs> So that was my World Wide Web mm-hmm. mind-blowing moment. Well, my World Wide Web is a funny little thing that you can do in your spare time. So this week, Google celebrated 25 years of search engine history. Yes. Did you see the, the game you can play? No. So they have, they've, they've made this little like Where's Wally type game with 25 things you have to search for. And they give you clues. So it'll be like little viral search terms, like the most popular running shoe, the most popular or the most searched singer, etc. So it's like a digital um, scavenger hunt. So you just type in search playground.google and it shows you the wee game. I played it today. It was quite cool. 
so you can then you just click on the little clues and then you can go round the playground on your phone looking for stuff. Oh, it's this quite is fun. Very... Did you win? Um, it's very easy. I'll say that. Like, but is it very fun? It's fun, and you're <laughs> learning the trivia as you go. So I did enjoy it. So search playground. Search playground. Google, and you'll find it. Okay. Very good. It's just like a wee where's Wally game. It's cute. So recommendations. Mm. Have you got any? I do have a recommendation. My recommendation is female based. Well, look at it. It doesn't have to be female based. So recently I ordered a bodysuit. And I find like bodysuits are a funny thing that like, you know, you can pick them up in pennies. You can pick them up in New Look, mm-hmm. wherever. But like they never last quality yeah. wise. So I've been trying this bodysuit now and I would highly recommend. And so when you say bodysuit, you mean like one that you would wear under jeans for a night out kind of or under yes. a blazer? Like it's like yes. an outerwear bodysuit? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. This is a bodysuit that is a top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just clarifying for anyone who mightn't have known. Yes. So... It's E-L-R style. So mm. I'm following this girl for ages on Instagram. Emily Lucy Ratch. Have you ever heard of her? No. Or followed her? I don't think so. On Instagram. She just, she'd be putting up like mid-size fashion. But she's great sense of style. E-L-R style? Yes, that's the website. Okay. But her page is Emily Lutz. Lucy Ratch. So it's mm-hmm. Emily Lucy R A J C H. So flattering outfits for girls with bums and toms. Mm. But she brought out her own clothing line because she found it really difficult to get things that fit properly. Excellent. Because she's quite short. She's five foot two. Mm-hmm. I'm also five foot two. Mm. <laughs> Have a bum and tom. I love so, when you find somebody who has the same shape as you online to get inspo from. Too, yeah. But she brought out these bodysuits and they are, you know, the way sometimes you think not to be negative Nelly, but sometimes you think these influencers, they're bringing out things and it's like they're shipping them in from China. They're slapping their name on it mm-hmm, and they're charging a fortune. The Like 80% of them do just white label absolute tat. Tat. Well, this is not tat. <laughs> So the website is elrstyle.com. Mm-hmm. But if you follow her on Instagram anyway, um, she's an Instagram page as well for the line. So I went on and the reviews, I think loads of reviews for the bodysuit. And I was like, mm, okay, I'm sold on these reviews. But I was like, I hope they're real reviews. I was like, they have to be. Like there was so many comments. Like it seemed like genuine interaction, mm-hmm. do you know, with the page and that. So I ordered... This is the funny thing. The thick, longer in the body, seam free bodysuit. <laughs> longer <Yeah>. in the body. <laughs> Me, five foot two, like. But it's 47 euro for the bodysuit, five euro delivery. So it's 52 euro, okay? Mm-hmm. Which seems expensive for a bodysuit when mm-hmm. I know you can go into pennies, pick one up. But like, I don't know how many bodysuits I've bought in pennies, new look, etc. And they kind of go tatty after mm. a couple of washes. And they never fit right anyway. Mm-hmm. But this, amazing. Oh, great. Amazing. Mm. And like, there's no, it, like, girls will know the problem of like, you know, the little clasps. Yeah. That you have for a bodysuit. You can get extenders on our bodysuits as well. 
It's just oh, her stuff is unreal. She found a good gap in the market. Mm-hmm. She specializes in bodysuits. So she does like one sleeve bodysuits. Now I just got the standard one. It's no sleeves, black. Mm-hmm. But I actually would invest in more pieces because I think oh, they're stables like yeah. and they're such good quality. Oh, that's great. I'm like, investment. If you could pieces. see my fingers here, I'm rubbing my fingers. <laughs> Chef's <together>. kiss. <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're amazing. Like, mm, I'd be tempted to get one. I know, but the same. Do you think that seems pricey? What was it again? Well, it's fifty fifty two euro with mm. delivery. Well, not really, if it lasts, mm-hmm. because sure how many are you buying for twenty quid and that don't last? Yeah. If you buy three of them and they fall apart, sure. Exactly. You've just girl mathed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, that's my recommendation. Darren, I'm not gonna buy one. Darren zoned out there about <laughs> three minutes ago when I started chatting. You know, me saying last week I love to see Darren's reactions for validation, but he's <laughs> gone. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's drifted away. Okay, that's anyway. That's all my girly recommendation over. Mm-hmm. Thanks, girlo. <laughs> 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 I just have only one small recommendation this week. Um, it mm. is a book that I picked up a couple of weeks ago, but it's not a new book. Um, it was when I was in Belfast, actually. I wandered into a secondhand bookshop and I saw a book by Tom Hanks, which kind of piqued my interest. The actor? Yeah. I was like, oh, is this his autobiography? And then it was like, no, it was short stories by Tom Hanks. And it was called, it's called The Uncommon Type. So it has like a big typewriter on the cover. And then I just thought, I wouldn't be mad into short stories really, but something was really telling me to buy this book. <laughs> you woke I'm not into Tom Hanks or short I am, stories. I love Tom Hanks. But, <laughs> no, no, I love Tom Hanks. That's what made me interested. And uh, so I think I might mention this. I'm getting deja vu, but anyway, if I have, apologies. Maybe it was because we watched A Man Called Otto as well. And yeah, you didn't real, mention this no, book. No, I was in a real Tom Hanks mode. Um, so it was like, feck it. It was like £2, so I just bought it. Oh, And that's I okay. loved it. Like, the wee short stories are class. Every story is maybe about 15 pages or less. And they're like a really good, well-rounded story. And at the minute, I'm just trying to get back into reading again. And I just feel like, obviously, I'm not prioritizing reading. And then I hate it when I'm not reading anything. So I just think this is good because I keep picking it up and then I'll mm. just read one of the stories and it gives you that sense of completion, you know, that you've read something. Start finishing. Yeah. So I finished about maybe six of the stories from the book and they're really enjoyable, I have to say. Like the mm. the reviews on the cover are like rave reviews for the book as well. Um, and everyone's kind of surprised that he's such a talented writer. It's like, what can't he do? Um, so yeah, it's called Tom Hanks, The Uncommon Type. I'm sure people would pick it up on Kindle or in a bookshop for relatively cheap because I think it's been out quite a while. I was going to say, how long is it out? I'd say it's a good one because I was recommending it to my friend, our friend, Deirdre. And she said that she got that got it for Christmas a number of years ago and she hadn't even read it, I don't think. So she's like, oh, I must dig that out again. 2017. Mm. <coughs> so... So six years ago. Yeah. Mm. I never heard much about it at the time, but I have to say it's very good. And then can we throw in another recommendation? This is a Darren recommendation. Oh, right. Yeah. So we have a hot whiskey. Mm -hmm. And rather than using the traditional lemon, we've used 
orange. Yeah, at Darren, Darren's request. Darren rec- always recommends orange because he kind of finds that lemon's a bit medicinal. Reminds you of being sickly. Yeah, it's like lemsip vibes. <laughs> so he likes maybe I like the misery. <laughs> he recommends a big chunk of orange with cloves. The orange is it. nice. Mmm, orange is lovely. Mm. I much prefer it too. Could you put a banana in a drink? <laughs> a smoothie, maybe. No, but like not a cocktail. I don't think. No, I'm just wondering. Mm. We'll try. <laughs> I can just imagine the string from the banana floating on the top. <laughs> <laughs> so, Darren, actually, before we close off, do you want to say anything? Because, like, the listeners want to hear from you too. Do you want to wish them a Merry Christmas or anything? <laughs> <laughs> we were thinking that. <laughs> Please, so Darren. Shall we treat? Shall we festive treat? Uh, yeah, go on, Darren. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, Darren, say something. Darren, don't be a Grinch. What? You're you're a mean one, <laughs> Mr. <Mister> Grinch. <laughs> Go on, Darren. Something inspirational. I'll say something next week. No, there is no. We're taking our Christmas holidays. This is our Christmas holidays. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, well, happy Christmas, everybody. Um, Maybe we'll buy Darren a wee mic for Christmas. It's not really a mic issue. It's a whole other thing. But it's a. I need an. I need a bigger interface. Okay, if well, we're going to get technical. Let's see what happens in 2024. Are you buying me a bigger interface for Christmas? <laughs> no. Why? Patricia? The, the interface you have is lovely. It only has two inputs. That's the problem. Mm. We'll see. Maybe we'll invest. Okay. Okay. On that Happy note. Christmas, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, yeah, we're just leaving it at that for 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be back early in the new year. Monday is the first, so we'll probably be back on the 8th. Yeah, we'll be back on the 8th of January, 2024. We'd like to wish our listeners a very Merry Christmas. We hope it's very peaceful and fun and relaxing. Full of food mm-hmm. and drink and crack. Mm-hmm. And we're very grateful for your listenership in 2023. And we look forward to catching up with you all again in 2024. Bye. Bye-bye.